check your voicemail. Freddy, it's your mom. Call me. And strap yourself in. We were in for a roller coaster ride. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, January 13th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Saved by the Bell star Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on the popular NBC series, is in a Florida hospital for an undisclosed reason. While cancer is rumored and suspected, the 44-year-old's reps tell EW that Diamond is undergoing tests and that it's too soon to say for sure, adding that it's, quote, serious, but we don't know how serious yet, and that he will, quote, probably go home after treatments. Ozark, The Office, and Frozen 2 were among the most streamed TV shows and movies of 2020, according to Nielsen. Netflix's Ozark topped the original series list, along with two other Netflix shows, Lucifer and The Crown. The Office, which just left Netflix for Peacock, was the most streamed acquired series, and Disney's Frozen 2 was the most streamed movie, followed by the studio's Moana in second. If you wanted to play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon with our number three pick, its star would be just one degree away from him, his wife, Kira Sedgwick, who's starring in the new sitcom Call Your Mother. From The New Adventures of Old Christine creator Carrie Lizer, Sedgwick plays Jean, an empty nester who decides to get closer to her children, a lot closer, by moving across the country to join them in Los Angeles. Here's a little preview. Freddy, it's your mom. Call me. Freddy, mom, call me. Freddy, call me back. Freddy, 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 Freddy. Oh, Freddy, finally. Nope, not Freddy. It's Jackie. You're a good child? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I'm sorry. I'm just worried about your brother. He's fine. I'm sure I'll get back to you when he stops being stupid. Freddy's not stupid, Jackie. Come on. The kid failed Spanish one three times. They were finally just like, no mas, por favor. Be nice. He's not like you. By the time you were in L.A. for a year, you had a job, boyfriend. What does Freddy have? Nada. He just doesn't know how to say it. Call Your Mother also stars Rachel Sennett and Joey Bragg as Jean's kids, who come to realize they might need their mom more than they thought. And Patrick Brammel as an Australian hunk who gives Jean her first bite of action in a while. Kissed in five years. But you said you haven't had sex in four years. But I haven't been kissed in five. Call your mother will be ringing in tonight at 9:30 on ABC. Before we get to our number two pick of the day, it's trivia time. That's because our question is about Call Your Mother star Kira Sedgwick. The Emmy and Golden Globe winner has added TV director to her resume in recent years and helmed an episode of what NBC sitcom on which she also acted? Superstore, Will and Grace, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Stick around for the answer. And now... Who's ready for a One Tree Hill reunion? Well, sort of. Former castmates James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti have teamed up for our number two pick, the new comedy, Everyone is Doing Great. The eight-episode first season stars the duo as two actors struggling to reclaim their previous level of success and relevance five years after their hit TV drama ended. Is it getting a little meta in here? Well, let's just try some different choices. Try it like you're, like, sad inside. You know? Happy New Year, Coach. Mm. 
I feel like there needs to be like a like like a little pain to your character. Like, a, like okay, so try it like you. Right, maybe try it like you just like you just got like stung by a bee, but you are trying to hide the pain. Like internalize the pain. Like internalize like that some intense pain. Happy New Year, Coach. I think the first way you did it is great. Everyone is Doing Great is a passion project for Coletti and Lafferty, who produced the show themselves through a crowdfunding campaign. They talked to EW's Sidney Buxbaum, and Coletti says he can't blame fans of them and One Tree Hill for wondering how much this show is actually rooted in their real lives. I think the raw and and honest uh, feel, uh, you know, there's, I think it's more of the raw feel to it. I, I think that, um, you know, people that have seen James and I on, on One Tree Hill, you know, um, will right away be questioning, you know, oh, is this like, is this their lives? You know, is this, is this just what, what they've lived? Um, and, um, you know, I think that that is uh, something we're hoping for so that it can connect them and, 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 um, give them, you know, an intrigue into, you know, what, what might be real, what might not be real or what is, um, from our lives or not, but understanding that, you know, there's this perception and reality that we're playing with of, of what one might think somebody's life is like. And, and they might think because, you know, um, we've been on one tree hill that uh, our life has always been a cakewalk. Um, and it hasn't, uh, or mine hasn't. And, and so, um, I think that, you know, that puts us in a, in a position to tell more of a, of a, of a raw, um, honest story that feels, uh, down to earth and real. Everyone is Doing Great is available to stream exclusively on Hulu. We'll reveal our number one pick in just a few minutes, but first, EW Digital Writer and my partner in crime here at What to Watch, Tyler Akalina, is here to answer the question, what you watching? Yeah, so the show is Letterkenny. Uh, it's a Canadian comedy show that uh, is on Hulu. Um, Hulu added the first two seasons a few years back, and then I guess it just built enough of a following that they added the rest of them, and now it's become a Hulu original series. So it, it's been building an audience, but it is still kind of uh, a, a cult favorite sort of thing. Yeah, so uh, it takes place in a small town in Canada called Letterkenny. Uh, basically, there's three types of people, three main types of people in Letterkenny. There's the Hicks, uh, who are these farmers who... Um, just kind of live uh, a typical rural lifestyle. Um, then there's the skids, which are basically like goth drug dealers. And then uh, there's hockey players, uh, just very bro-y hockey players. Apparently the show is very on point in its satire of hockey culture. I'm not very familiar with it, so I can't speak to that, but uh, that's what I've heard. And uh, kind of like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it's just kind of like a hangout uh, sort of show, uh, just... Uh, the, the misadventure of, of the episode, uh, just a lot of hanging around, drinking, uh, hooking up, uh, getting into uh, sometimes very violent uh, brawls. <laughs> apparently, uh, the creator of the show, Jared Kiso, actually comes from a very small town in Canada, and uh, apparently people get into fights a lot there, and the, he worked that into the show. Um, but the big thing about it is that there's a lot of wordplay and rapid-fire dialogue, and that's kind of uh, where the strength of it really lies. Uh, it's a lot of just really fun 
kind of conversation pieces and riffs. It is the dialogue and the writing. It's it's really, really strong. There are just all these running gags that they've built up over the course of uh, the seasons. It's a very quotable show. Uh, my roommates and I will often quote catchphrases to each other. Uh, things like, uh, if you want someone to hurry up, you say pitter-patter. There's an episode where they're saying somebody was rude. They say things like, uh, if you were a 2010 Rihanna hit song, you'd be rude boys. Uh, if you were a former mayor of New York City, you'd be uh, not Rudy Giuliani, but Bill de Blasio, who is notorious for being quite rude. Um, so it's, it's, it's things like that. Just really, really sharp uh, writing and scripting uh, that really just makes it a very entertaining watch. And that takes us to today's number one pick, which we'll get to right after this break. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, the 65th Golden Globe Awards were announced in perhaps the strangest ceremony of their history on January 13, 2008. The date fell in the midst of the 2007-2008 Writers Guild of America strike, and due to the threat of pickets and a boycott, the traditional ceremony did not take place, and the winners were announced during a news conference instead. Atonement and Sweeney Todd took home two awards each, including Best Drama and Best Musical or Comedy, respectively, and Daniel Day-Lewis won Best Actor in a Drama for There Will Be Blood. He would win again exactly five years later for his performance in Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. If you are a true crime fan, our number one pick today is the show for you, Netflix's latest docuseries, Night Stalker, The Hunt for a Serial Killer. The show travels back to the summer of 1985 when Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. The Night Stalker, terrorized Los Angeles with a killing spree that baffled the authorities for more than a year. Panic gripped California as young detective Gil Carrillo and legendary investigator Frank Salerno raced against the clock to track him down. I was on the freeway and here comes somebody speeding and all of a sudden he just swerves around my car. It's like he's right there, like a moment stop. And he has this horrible big grin. And he's missing all these teeth. He just stared at me like a killer clown. We got us a serial killer. There was no doubt about it. This was a pretty sick individual. The so-called Night Stalker who has terrorized California. The same man is suspected in six to eight murders and 25 to 30 attacks. He's someone that will go into a home at night and will kill. Woke up to a very loud noise to which I responded, John, and immediately I knew it wasn't John, but something was there. There was no pattern. Anyone could be a victim. He went after old people, young people, men, women. It's unheard of. We've never encountered anybody like that in criminal history. 
This four-part docuseries provides the definitive account of a real-life L.A. horror story and the gripping story of how one of America's most notorious killers was brought to justice. It's sure to be a thrilling and disturbing binge. Just maybe don't watch it at night with the lights off. Now let's get the answer to today's trivia question. Call Your Mother star Kira Sedgwick has moved into TV directing recently, and she helmed an episode of what NBC sitcom on which she also acted? Superstore, Will and Grace, or Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Did you have to call for backup on this one? The answer is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Sedgwick directed the season seven episode Dillman and has appeared on the show several times as Madeline Wunsch, who eventually became NYPD commissioner. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch what to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.